What up, soldier boy? What up, soldier boy? How are we doing? Dude, how am I not doing? That's that's a better question. Okay, how, uh, why don't you ask sorry, me what I'm not doing? How are you not doing? It's a no, huge question. No, why don't you ask, why don't you ask how, me? No, answer it. How are you not doing? Um, well, I, well, I'm not not empathetic. Right. Well, I'm not. <laughs> Which is a double negative. No. Right. So, uh, so it's being not sympathetic, does it cancel out a double negative? Tying my brain into knots. It's too early. Oh, can I let you into a little secret? Yeah. I didn't shower this morning. That is just vile. Yeah. It's Why just... didn't you shower? Well, I got up. You woke up late. I woke up. I did actually wake up a bit late, um, but sat on the end, end of my bed. The sun had just come up. I was looking out the window and I had uh, George Michael on Careless Whisper. Just had it on repeat. Just looking out the window. And next thing you know, I've got five minutes. Don't have time to shower. I put on my clothes and here I am. That is the weirdest morning. What's wrong with it? Do you know what I was doing? Go on, what's wrong with it? I'll tell you what I was doing. Oh, I was helping the... Yeah, I was helping people. Helping the poor. I was up at 6am again, once again today. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg, I know. No, not Mark, I'm not Mark Wahlberg. I'm not Mark Wahlberg. Whoa, what was that stutter from me? I'm not Mark Wahlberg. So you were up at 6? I'm up at 6 every day, baby. Yeah. Every single day. Hey, you got to chase them pounds. I was up again this morning. I was in the gym yeah. early. Freaking about the stock market. I was freaking out about the Financial Times, not being able to get hold of it. Hold of it? What's wrong with my voice? <laughs> do you read the FT? Nope, don't read the FT. What do you read? Don't typically look at the news. I, I, I read things that I think we need to know about. So I'll read about things like that. I'll read about stuff that's important, but I won't read just general news because actually... So what you're saying is you'll read articles about yourself. I read articles about myself. Um, I just won't read general news because actually it's, it can be quite consuming and depressing and yeah, you can't control well, it. Like no, you said today, know, you were just talking about a nuclear war. I know. I need to stop obsessing over nuclear war. Um, no, but yeah, it is. It really does consume you and you kind of, you feel so powerless. So you're kind of just stuck in a rut. Like you can't really do anything about it. It's freaking out about being bombed. Should we, should we talk about things that, um, that you're not doing? Yeah, I tell you what I'm not doing. Yeah. What am I not doing? Come on. You know, I'm I'm not You wanted the big questions, now you got them. I'm not doing enough a lot of things. Like what? I, not, I feel not not making money? Wait, what? I'm not I'm not I tell you what is the big question. Yeah. What are your biggest fears? My biggest fear? Yeah, give me your biggest fear. Oh, it's, it's a bit deep for Oh my god, open up, you big old sausage head. I can't, I mean, come on, we want a bit of light humour. Yeah, that comedy. is light humour. What are you scared of? Come on. I'm just, my, my, do you know what I had a weird fear of? I, I like nostalgia. Always, it wasn't necessarily. A, I wouldn't call it. I don't know if I call it a fear, but it was weird. Like I would get really, really, like upset about like thinking about things that have happened in the past, like nice moments, mm. um, and then just thinking I can't ever relive that. And it just used to really. Yeah, you can relive it in your mind, baby. That's where you relive it. Yeah. Well, you know, new ways of thinking are helpful. So, so your biggest fear is you're not going to be re- able to relive the moments. Yeah, well, it was. I think I sort of moved on from it and realised that we make new moments, baby, and you can relive it in your mind, like you just said. I'll tell you a moment that I lived on the weekend. I, I organised a massage for the weekend, right? I also, Sophie and what, I... What type? Sophie and I have decided to be a bit more adventurous ah. recently. So what, you're getting the masseuse involved? Uh, no, no, we're not shagging the masseuse. No, I didn't organise a masseuse to organise... Do you mind if I have sex with the masseuse? I had this well, weird you, moment with a masseuse, actually. I'll tell no, you, you, you. I haven't told no, you this. In Greece. No, the, not him. With the moustache. You, no, you're not you're a bit of a masseuse. So I'll tell you another story about this masseuse. It was quite weird. Um, I had a masseuse come over. Sophie and I are being a bit adventurous recently. 
What you're having? So, you're having extra virgin olive oil hummus as opposed no, to just no, no, no. I've cut out hummus. So that's adventurous. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Oh god, I thought you were looking good. No, <laughs> Sophie and I August August organized maybe a couple of fun toys to be ordered from Amazon. Right. Maybe one of them was a big old pink thing that arrived that looked really intimidating. Anyway, I left it on the side, and the masseuse came in. Wait, so you, you ordered some sex toys? Yeah, I ordered sex toys. Oh, God. Yeah. Right, okay. Anyway, I unpacked them, and I put them on the side, and then... <laughs> you unpacked them like Bruce Willis in like a fucking action movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unloading your arsehole. I, I took them down. <laughs> my arsehole. <laughs> unloading my arsehole on them. Is that what you just said? <laughs> Sorry, don't mind me. I'm just unloading my arsehole. Yes, you just said unloading no, my arsehole. Your arsenal of, of weapons of sex toys. I'm unloading my arsehole no. on all these sex toys. No, I didn't. That is not what was said. Right, anyway. Because so how did you guess how my weekend went? <laughs> so you've, you've unpacked. I've your, unpacked my arsehole. Your, your arsehole. I've left that on the side as well. Yeah. And the masseuse came and said, "He said, is that your arsehole? Sorry, don't mind my arsehole. I just, <laughs> just, I like, to unpack I just it. had to leave it out sometimes. <laughs> just air it out. Anyway, we left this, I left this big pink thing on the side. Yeah. And the masseuse came in. You definitely did that intentionally. What? As like, as as, like, a, as a, yeah. As like a sexy as, like as, thing. It was just a sign. If they, if they nod at the dildo, then you know you're on. And then we're on for what? For a fucking good time <laughs> do you want to use that on my arsenal <laughs> you support arsenal is that, is do that... you want to use that on my arsehole excuse it... me what do you say i said do you support arsenal that's, that... that's what i said is that your code yeah, yeah i i change it i always i say do you like arsenal my, my cousins uh support arsenal when they were young they used they couldn't say it properly so they would shout come on arsehole, come on, arsehole. that was a little ploy for them as well yeah there you go. anyway i left it on the side the masseuse saw it. Right. Was it female or male? It, it was male. Anyway, he saw it. I saw him see it. And we looked at each other. <laughs> Gave me a little wink. And oh I went. God. Yeah, and Gave I went, you the pink wink. <laughs> yeah, he winked. Anyway, that happened. It was, what, quite embarrassing. What, it was just embarrassing. What, I, I didn't have to like did, cover it up with like a t-shirt or something. I was like, oh, this is a bit weird. I don't know why it's weird. Why are we shameful? Because you got some like ghost dildo in there. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the point of covering up? You know, it's drawing more attention I know, to it I now. covered it up. Right. I had another masseuse come in. And <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Because yeah. this what? one wouldn't sleep with me. So I had to order another one. <laughs> I had another masseuse come over. This is a different day. And this was a woman. She was great. Yeah. Anyway. She, uh, she said, okay, you can lie on the bed. And I went, okay, fine. And then w when I have a massage, I don't really want people to talk to me. I quite like just sitting there and just relaxing. Anyway, this person said to me, do you mind pulling down your trousers a little bit? So I, my, I was wearing trousers, obviously. <laughs> she said, do you mind do taking off your you polo neck you trousers? Do you mind taking off your leather chaps, please? Um, very hard to massage She said, can you remove your bike helmet and your jacket and your trousers? Because it's going to be quite tricky. She pulled so them went, down. Oh, sorry. She's like, do you support Arsenal by chance? There's a huge pink dildo hanging out of your ass. Anyway, she said to me, she, she went, she said, can you pull them down? I went, yeah. And she went, it's funny because sometimes people just think, oh, the ass, the ass, the ass. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and you go, yes, in, in finally. My, in my head, I was like, someone, I, someone that thinks like me. In my head, I was like, I don't really understand what's going on. Anyway, she kept like going on and talking about weird stuff. Mm. And then she said, she went, oh, thank God you're not like my other customer. Mm. 
And I said, well, what, what happened with your other customer? And this is awful. And she was laughing about it. So maybe it was a joke. She said, well, my last customer, I said, can you get change? And she said, yes. He said, yes. And she walked out the room, came back in. She said he was just masturbating in the corner of the room. <laughs> and I was oh like, God. what? I feel like. And she I, said, I, yeah. And then I obviously left. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And she said, yeah, it's fine. It's funny. And I was like, what's going on here? A friend of mine, a friend of mine, um, I think I've told you this before. A friend of mine, his cleaner, he had to really unfortunately fire, fire his cleaner mm. because they, they live in Brazil. And anyway, she was cleaning one day. She was a lovely lady and all these different things. Anyway, she came up to him and handed him. What do you mean? And handed she was him a lovely note. lady. She was lovely. And, she and was really that. lovely. No, no. And all these different things. And she came over and handed him a note. Right. And he went, oh, what's this? And op opened up. And on the note in Portuguese was written, written do you want to, me to give you a blowjob? <laughs> my, my friend went, ha, 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 laughed and sort of scrumpled it up. And then they spoke about it never again. And she, he then realized that he probably had to let the cleaner go because she had suggested temptation it. Was too, <laughs> temptation was too powerful. Has that, has that ever happened to you? Has that ever happened I, to you? I, no, no one's ever handed me a no. No, but has anyone ever suggested anything to you? I mean, probably over the years there's been some... Well, go on, give it to me. I can't think. I remember, I remember actually talking of notes. Uh, one of my low moments, so this isn't a low point of the week, but low moment of life, <laughs> was out. I was like partying a lot and um, I don't think we'd been to bed. This was quite a few years ago. I went to, went to the pub with a load of mates and I fell asleep, <laughs> fell asleep in the pub mm. and woke up, was in Victoria somewhere, woke up at like 3 p.m. <laughs> face down. Everyone had gone. Everyone had left me. No ways. And there was just a note. My phone had died. There was just a note next to me with some girl's name and a number. <laughs> so what? I was like, it was like I'd woken up in some like murder mystery game. But um, anyway, I, yeah, so I couldn't phone anyone and charge my phone and then <laughs> rang the number because I was like, oh, here we go. Maybe I get lucky. It was just my mate who was <laughs> stitching what? me up. But I can't believe they just left me there. I was so, so upset. That is so, listen, I, I've just never, ever had any like suggestive things come my way. I just don't think I'm the type of person for people to, I don't think people look at me, even when I was younger and think, oh, that's going to be a good time. I don't think anyone's looked at me like that way. I think people look at me and go, oh, I'll have a funny time with him. But I don't think anyone think going to think, oh, that's going to be good. Like, you know, when people look at like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Or Ryan Gosling. Do you reckon he gets handed quite I think I think people notes. think, oh God, I, you know, I, I think they're I, like top of the list. Yeah. Um, I don't think I think I think you you would I think you would be top, like on someone's maybe even back in the day you'd be on top of people's lists back in the day but now as well but like <laughs> you would be on people's lists like oh I would love to on the hit list yeah yeah I don't think with was, me ever that's happened uh, you were on my list for a while was I yeah 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 but I take that you know what I mean I'll take that so you have you've never had any other I, suggestive I, things I mean probably I've once um, what's the actor from um, from Mamma Mia called Dominic Cooper. Dominic I was, Cooper. I was once in a bar and this um this American woman was like clearly hammered and came up to me and I think because she was so drunk she was convinced that I was Dominic Cooper. <laughs> she like Dominic, Dominic, you never called me back. And I was like, uh, I just I'm not actually Dominic, by the way. I don't really know what you're talking about. She's like, I knew you'd say this, Dominic. <laughs> and she <laughs> honestly for like 20 minutes was convinced that I was Dominic Cooper. And then and, you go, All right, I am. All <laughs> right, you've got me. Yeah. I am Dominic Cooper. And then I had to live a lie. Um, what while you slept with her? Whilst I slept. <laughs> 
Um, no, that was that was a weird. Did anyone weird ever? Moment. Did anyone ever leave? Did anyone ever leave you notes or anything like that? Ever get like walk up to in a pub and someone go here? Here's my number. You never had that. I don't know. My friend um, once he linked with someone on Hinge, mm. and they started like messaging other for like you know two months, like going back for really flirty messages. They then he then was like, okay, great, let's meet up. Mm. So he was like, this is fantastic. We're gonna go meet up. So he said, I'll meet you at this pub at this time. Anyway, it turned to the moment. It was 7 p.m. in the evening in this pub. And he was like, great, got all set up, dressed, all this kind of thing. They asked him, uh, the girl asked him to wear like a hat or something. I think it was like a red yeah, hat. So she can, dis so she can distinguish. Yeah, distinguish who it is. Anyway, he turned up to the pub. He was so excited. He was like, here we go. He turned up to the pub, opened the door, and it was all of his mates. And they were just sitting there. And they had been tricking him for two months. Oh, my God. With two months. <laughs> That is savage. He was so upset. He was so upset. He was like, I was going to get laid. In his red top hat. In his red hat. His little red hat. Oh my God. This, this reminds me of two things. So one, I was at, a, I think it was the 21st and mm. it was down in the country somewhere and someone had set up a marquee. It was like all the family there and they pre-organized it and asked um, a certain selection of the, of the invitees to wear a red tie. And during one of the speeches, uh, the guy who had set it up, I think it was either a guy or a girl, I can't remember. And they said, um, can everyone wearing a red tie stand up? And everyone wearing a red tie was uh, all the people who had slept with the girl who's 20, 21st Wait. it was. But just by chance, the granddad who was also there was wearing a red tie. <laughs> so he stood up as well. Everyone was like, oh, God, oh no, 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 yeah. no, <laughs> it shouldn't be. No. Oh, no, this Just is the story. Holding, holding up crucifixes. This is the story where what happened was... You maybe, weren't there. I know a different story to you. So I was anyway, actually at the 21st. This was on my other podcast that we got, this got written in, which, oh. is, which is where a couple were getting married. And then in the groom's speech, he stood up and said, ah, blah, blah, blah. He said, everyone who has a rose underneath their chair, can you take it up from underneath the chair and hold it up in the air? And so four guys went under the chair and they held, they got the rose and they held up and then they stood up and they held it in the air like that. And he said, I know for a fact that four of you have slept with my wife in between of us going out and being married. Um, you four guys. Um, I want everyone to know that this wedding is off. This is not happening anymore. And I'm going on honeymoon by myself. And he just dropped the mic and walked out. That... So, is mental. So, that is so sociopathic. It's crazy. I got also, told another. Also, nothing to do with the story I was talking about. It's you, a similar one. <laughs> Your twenty-first one has stolen it from that one. No, I was there. It's, it's like the real, same real life. It's like the, the, the same. My stories are real. You just regurgitate. That's what you do. I, I live. I live in the moment, baby. You live in the moment. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our bonus episode of Private Parts. Right there, soldier boy. Yeah, soldier head. Um, soldier head. Soldier head. We have a couple of listeners' messages. Thank you very much. We've got a lot of messages. For actually. writing in. We love to hear your stories. Please, please continue to write in these wonderful stories. You can send us a DM, which is super simple. All you have to do is slide into our uh, DMs on Instagram at Private Podcast. Um, anything at all, scary ones, happy ones, interesting ones, anything at all. So we have one, which is from Caroline, who says, Hey guys, just be listening to your podcast. And you requested some funny, scary, embarrassing stories. Yes, we did. So here's mine. I've been speaking to this guy for a couple of weeks. And one evening I returned home from a party, a bit tipsy and was having a bit of a drunken flirt over text. Oh, Alex, you know about that. Mm -hmm. 
I decided to cheekily send a tasteful, suggestive nude. What's a suggestive nude? That's just like, like nipple, I think. Suggesting to the rest of the nakedness? I reckon it's a picture of her in clothes saying, saying, what? I'm, these could be off. Okay. Something so like she's that. in lingerie or something. As I was deep in conversation with this guy, I don't acknowledge the other message alert come through. Ten minutes later, I checked the message, which said, I might stay at James's if I'm allowed. Yes, XX. You deleted this message. What the hell? What was that? Go sleep. Good night. I'd only sent it to my 12-year-old son as well. Have, oh. I, have I ruined his life? Oh, my God. Um, that's pretty bad. I heard another story recently, which is quite funny, where a girl had um, got linked with another guy on Hinge, and his name was Tom, and her brother's name is Tom as well. Anyway, she saved the number as Tom in her phone, uh, and uh, she was like messaging and flirting with every message. Anyway, she was like, oh, I'm bored of this, so then ghosted him. Anyway, done. Anyway, uh, over the next like couple months, uh, she was phoning her brother and trying to talk to her brother and sending her brother messages, and each time... Her brother would like either hang up and her, ignore her or not or just not respond to the message. She's like, what the hell is going on? Mm. She kept doing this, kept trying to get hold of her brother all the time. Her brother was living abroad. She was like, what is going on? She kept saying, please reply, please reply. I'm trying to get hold of you. Please reply. All these different things. She finally phoned her brother again and some random voice picked up and said, excuse me, please stop calling this number. She was like, and he hung up. She's like, what the hell is going on? So she sent a message saying, what is going on? Why are you doing this? The guy replied saying, delete my number. So she was like, what the hell? She found out she was messaging and phoning the guy called Tom that she met on Hinge for six months trying to get hold of her brother. <laughs> that is mental as well. Um, okay, we got another uh, message, don't we? Jamie and Alex, massive fan of the pod. I wanted to send you this funny story that happened to me a few weeks ago. I was driving to my waitressing slash front of house job in Norfolk where Ooh, I live. Lovely. The company sends me to random venues to waitress each week. And this one was about an hour and a half away from home. The directions got more vague and the roads got more remote and <laughs> derelict as I got deeper into rural Norfolk. <laughs> what? Regardless, I arrive, albeit a bit late. And in my busy manner, I rush in, introduce myself, pick up some sort of cloth and start cleaning surfaces. What? So what type of I'm just That's confused. a panic as well. What's going on? What is going on here? Also pick up some some type of cloth. Just, just pick up a cloth and start rubbing. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning. I'm serving customers and cleaning out the coffee machine when I hear murmurs of how overstaffed we are today. I choose to ignore and kept <laughs> kept myself busy. It was about 40 minutes later as I'm hands and knees on the floor cleaning out the fridge. Someone asked me what my name is. I was at the wrong cafe. <laughs> I was I was at the wrong cafe. Why, why should you repeat that? Because it um, makes it... I, mean, I was at the wrong, wrong cafe. Okay, right. So she's at the wrong cafe. I've been doing an hour and a half of free labor for some random cafe in deep Norfolk. Anyway, I fled the scene very subtly and got to the correct location 30 minutes later. I uh, had to dismiss my manager that it was a long story as to why I was late, but got cracking on settling up the drinks fridge. Love you guys. I don't know what made that story long. You or the actual story. It was quite, I mean, it's embarrassing for all of us. But, that's just, um, also, that's just on them. Like that is just, I'm sorry. Um, that's just you being dumb. You've got to check, check your Google map. Here we go. I'm going to do this one. Oi, oi, Jamie, plus filthy mitts. What the hell? Oh, filthy mitts. That was the name. That's me. Heard you were looking for a crazy story. When my older sister was 22, she felt bloated and strange for a whole week or so, then noticed a kicking feeling in her stomach. Oh my God. She goes to the doctor and they tell her she's 30 weeks pregnant, seven months. 
Let me clarify, she had no symptoms, no morning sickness, cravings, no bump, and was on the pill, so didn't notice her period stopping. This is called cryptic pregnancy, but as a 22-year-old active young woman working in central London every day, I'm sure you can imagine it was quite a shock. She'd only been with her boyfriend for about a year and had to tell him she was seven months pregnant. Try and imagine his face. <laughs> Fast forward three years, it's my gorgeous niece's third birthday in two weeks, and considering my sister had only eight weeks to prepare for a baby with no financial backup, stable home, or relationship, it was a crazy decision to make. Looking back at it now, my niece is my favorite person on earth, and they live in a lovely house still together, and so happy as well looking for a dog and potentially having another baby. Anyway, just proof that the pill is 98% effective. And if you feel kicking your stomach, good luck. <laughs> what the hell? That's like an advert for the pill. Okay, mate, you got one more. Go. All right. As you can imagine, as teachers, we often share stories about what happens in our classes. This was hands down the funniest story I've heard. Uh, a little boy was looking really tired on the first day of school. The teacher noticed this and asked a little boy why he was so tired. After a lot of huffing and puffing in a really dramatic fashion, the little boy said, my dad just won't stop snoring. He's so loud and he keeps me up all night. To this, the teacher replied with something along the lines of, that's not so good, but sometimes daddy snore. The teacher asked curiously, what did you do? The boy then went on to say, when we were in the shower this morning, I put my finger right up his bum. What? what? You can imagine the teacher's reaction to this. What makes it fun here is that the little boy who was around five thought it was absolutely brilliant. I'm sure his poor dad didn't agree in the fact that the whole class and his new primary... Um, primary what? teacher knew what happened the was hell? even worse loving the podcast so much it always makes me chuckle do you think this this five-year-old boy has discovered a a trick to stop his dad from snoring by putting putting a finger up your bum this is guys big thank you to all of your stories um please keep sending them in to at private podcast slide into her dms anything at all we absolutely love to hear from you and once again we want to say a thank you for just entertaining us each week and listening to our podcast we typically do the high and low lights of the week do you want to quickly do it mitt okay yeah. Highlight for me, um, highlight for me was uh, I went to a restaurant called The Pelican in Notting Hill. Food, mm. phenomenal. It had something called meat on toast. Sounds pretty simple. It is simple. It's just meat on toast. It was delicious. Low light. Went to a place called Chiltern Firehouse in London. Had a Bloody Mary. I didn't. Sophie had the Bloody Mary. £22 mm. for a Bloody Mary. Was it bloody worth it? 22 quid for a bit of tomato juice. Well, look, if you go to those types of places, you're going to pay premium. What was yours, Millie? Highlight low light. Uh, low light. I got, I think I had, I had two. So I, um, famously, I like a matcha latte. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been trying to sort of like spice them up when I make them at home. So I'll add a bit of like cinnamon or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, poured in what I thought was cinnamon. I thought, oh, that looks a bit, bit weird, a bit different. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm drinking it. And I was like, this tastes fucking weird. Like, is it off? And I'd basically poured a load of cumin into oh, one matcha my God. so i had like a sort of like weird spicy indian matcha. <laughs> weird, like spicy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, a little weird spicy and uh so that was one low point what was another one you've written these down yeah yeah, yeah. Well, Love I, I, otherwise i forget um another one which is actually not funny uh the government apparently proposing in this new um budget that they're going to open up a load of protected land in the uk like that's protected like nature reserves and stuff um to for development fucking awful oh was, that really uh, annoys me what not that you've told me but about that oh i know yeah it's good to know otherwise it would just happen and then we'd have no okay give me your highlight wildlife left in this give me your highlight just highlight was so i was on a sustainability panel yesterday which was like semi-nervous for because i'm very underqualified to be talking on it <laughs> um, but it was really good lovely discussion save the world 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and then we went down the river, uh, down the Thames, and did a little cleanup, which was nice. <laughs> found, found on a steamboat. <laughs> yeah, coal, coal uh, powered steamboat. Um, we found it was like we had these, uh, you know, those things you used to pick up like trash. Yeah. And um, someone found, no joke, like a fucking four foot rat in the river and, oh my it, God. and it had been like it looked like it had been stewed like oh, by, by, no. the, by the Thames so it was like it was just like white pure white and they pulled it out and I was like no no think, no no I think that needs to go back in <laughs> that looks like That's, a mini polar bear <laughs> it honestly was it was fucking huge alright everybody uh, thank you so much for tuning in once again to our wonderful podcast and thank you for being a listener we always always love the fact that you keep listening tell a friend as well refer a friend uh, to our wonderful podcast this Friday we have on the podcast Ariel Free, the international DJ now. Superstar. Superstar on the podcast. We chat about DJing, we chat about radio, we chat about a whole bunch of things. She is fab. Also, before we go, we've got to pick our best story. One, two, three, your best story of the day for my listeners. My favorite was either Carolyn. Yeah. I, Caroline or Carolyn? I'm going to go for Caroline as well. Carolyn. I'm going to go for Caroline. Okay, Caroline. Um, yeah, I think, I think that was the best one. Caroline, because you are a winner of our story of the week, you win the merch prize. Remember, if you send in your stories and you win the listener of the week story, you then get sent some merch, limited edition merch. You can win it. It's amazing. It's great. It's like winning a house, but stuff that you can wear. Mm. Also, if you are our winner, Caroline, we're going to contact you on Instagram. So please, guys, please send in all your stories and you can win some merch, some free limited edition merch. All you've got to do is sign to our DMs at Private Podcast. Mitty. How great is that? Sign us off, baby. Have a splendid week. Um, we'll always be watching. We'll see you on Friday. If not, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.